0: hey what's up guys and welcome to episode 23 of talk for the quickfire podcast where we ask four great questions to unique and interesting people behind the mic today is your host louis scoopian that's me and our special guest for today martha Creechy, who's going to be answering our questions today martha please say hi introduce yourself and give us a quick rundown of who you are and what you do before i shoot some questions
1: Hey, well, thank you so much. I'm so excited about this. Louis, you're like, you're so doggone pleasant. I am just going to (laughs) say. Thank Um, you. Yeah. And you said my name right, and it's so (laughs) awesome. So, So yeah, I'm Martha Krejci. Basically what I do is is I help people create income from home, utilizing things that they already know and things that they already use. And so I really focus today on affiliate marketing. It's the low-hanging fruit. There are plenty of businesses and corporations out there that would love nothing more than to line our pockets with thousands of dollars every month, except people just don't understand how to do it correctly. And so that's what I'm teaching people how to do. And ultimately what happens in the long run is that families are now like, my goal is to put families back together again. So whenever Mm -hmm. mom and dad don't have to work 40, 60, 80 hours a week, and they can actually just be home doing things they want to be doing with their family. I see the trajectory of that as being our entire world shifting. And I look forward to that.
0: Brilliant. That's such a that's such a nice drive to do what you do, isn't it? And I can tell you're doing a fantastic yeah. job of it, you know, looking at the following and everything you're doing with the website. It's all very impressive. And um, yeah. it's nice what you said about, you know, affiliate marketing as well, because I run a couple of small businesses and I have never really looked into properly affiliate marketing strategies and stuff. I've only ever really done sort of ambassador programs and influences mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah, I'll tell you what, I can't wait to ask a few of these questions. So um, if you're ready, should we get cracking on with question number one?
1: Let's go. Let's
0: do it. Awesome. Right. Let's have a little dig into your history. So for question one, give me some insight into your backstory. How did you get to where you are today and what challenges have you overcome to become the person you are today?
1: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So uh, my my backstory is I used to work for GoDaddy. Right? So a lot of people are familiar with that company. I worked for them for a little over five years in the leadership. And that's really what got my, uh, it's wet my appetite, I suppose, for digital marketing and uh, just the online world. I didn't know much about it before I got into working at GoDaddy. But uh mm. Whenever I was there, they they train really well, they teach really well. they're a great company to work for. and while I was there, I was uh, supporting not only their customers but then you know whenever I moved up into leadership, I was supporting our people that would then support the customers. And so uh, I just learned a lot about the ins and outs. but there was one day uh, where, I got a, I was sitting in my little carpeted cubicle. I think we're all familiar and it. it smelled mm-hmm. like the sixties or what <laughs> I believe the sixties smelled like and uh, musty, <laughs> It smelled musty, but yeah, uh, like I was a charity shop. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Everybody knows that smell. And so I, uh, I was sitting there and I got a video came through on my phone for my husband, which was odd, especially while I was at work, it was odd. And whenever I pushed play on it, I saw no joke, my daughter taking her very first steps on video. And to me, it just, it was, I was really proud of her in that moment, but I was myself just destroyed. Just, it was, You know, whenever, whenever you have a baby, you think, oh my gosh, like all of the potential of this child and what are they going to do in this world? And man, I'm going to teach her everything that I know. And uh, what I realized in that moment, whenever I saw her taking her first steps is while I was teaching her everything I knew, I was maybe teaching her to go into the same space I was in, which I wasn't really happy in. Mm-hmm. And if I was going to miss things like her taking her first steps, what else was I going to miss? It was a microcosm. It was a Great benchmark point. moment. And uh, I quit my job that day. Really? <laughs> I went home. Yeah. On paper, it was an idiotic move, but um, <laughs> I had just, we had literally just bought a really expensive house. My husband's parents had just moved in with us. Uh, we, we, uh, my husband, I had already brought my husband home from work, which is why he was sending me the video of our girl taking her first steps. And I was the only one bringing in any income in this home with two families. And I had, I was the, um, the person that held the insurance on the family, which in the U S is important. And so I uh, then for me to turn around and say, Oh, I'm going to quit my job was just crazy like what on earth and so my husband is the guy that the way i describe it is he's the guy that kind of holds the string to my balloon like Hmm. i'm the balloon (laughs) and then he (laughs) holds the string to keep me from like flying out into the atmosphere and uh and so i imagined i was going to come home to an argument but whenever i got home i went upstairs and i said hey i can't do this but here's my plan And so I already had, you know, I'm solution oriented. So I already had a plan that I could do that was, you know, feasible and realistic. And uh, whenever I told him that instead of him freaking out, which I expected to happen, instead of him doing that, he came back with, if you don't do this, you're not only doing yourself, but everybody around you a disservice. Mm. And I was like, what is coming through this man's face so at that point I knew I had to do it because I felt like there was something otherworldly happening anyway and I'm like okay well let's let's go and so that's my origin story so to speak
0: interesting um it's just it's just fascinating to think about it really isn't it but I mean I feel like so many people probably wouldn't have made that decision but there's always another job there's always money out there isn't there and it's but there's stuff Mm -hmm. like that your baby's first steps that you just they never happen again, almost, don't, don't they? It's these events oh. and these little things that you just can't really miss out on. And I think it's really, um, it's a real testimony to you, you know, your personality and your priorities and stuff with the family and all that. That you actually did that on the same day and you went and you quit your job, so you never miss that kind of, you know, event again. Um, that's yeah. really interesting. So you know, I want to ask as well, what did you do after that? Where did you go with it? Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, I freaked out. Um, I, <laughs> was, I was. Well, there were two things that happened (laughs) right away. Whenever I quit my job, I romanticized everything, right? So I bought a desk because I thought I needed a desk if I'm going to start my own business. Now I just use the couch, but whatever. (laughs) Um, I thought I needed a desk, (laughs) (laughs) right? And so I bought this desk that I then had to put together, which was just awful. Like I am not built to build desks, and uh, so one drawer was upside down. Anyway, it didn't matter. <laughs> um. So, uh, there. So I made this desk, but aside from that, like functionally, realistically. Uh, the good thing that happened out of it is, you know, I got really excited about it and I was like, Oh, well, you know, I'll just spend all of my time at the coffee shop and I'll be one of those people. And, (laughs) um, and that lasted for a day or two. And then I was like, this is too much. And so what I did that actually it catapulted my success, which is why I want to talk about it right now, is I joined the local chamber of commerce and I don't know what that's called in other places, but in the US it's called the chamber of commerce and really the function of this place is to unite all of the small businesses or, and big businesses in the local area. And so it has a place for all of them to be able to spend time together. There are networking opportunities there. There are training opportunities there and it's, it's just there to support local business. Right. And so what I did is I joined it and it was something like $200 a year, right? So not a huge spend, um, to be able to join this place. And so what I did is I started offering to do trainings there because, uh, my first thing that I ever started was an SEO agency or search engine optimization agency, because I have a weird, uncanny, um, ability to be able to understand algorithmic changes, even before Google announces their changes. Like I can just sense that it's happening. And so, uh, by what I see popping up on Google, I can tell what it's, you know, what's hitting it so it can pop up anyway. Mm. So, uh, So what I did is I did some SEO trainings for the business owners in the Chamber of Commerce. And so while there weren't a lot of people that would show up, maybe 12 to 15, every single business owner, whenever you teach them how to do something like SEO, they're like, that's amazing. And I need that. Also, I don't want to do that. And so then they would just hire me on the spot. And so I made the same amount of money within the very first month of starting my business as what I was making before. So I really never skipped a beat um, on on my income, which was fantastic. But that's that's what I did. So I made a desk, which was terrible. And -hmm. then I joined the Chamber of Commerce, which was a massive win.
0: That must have been so relieving there as well, especially for the whole family and everything too. But I'm so glad you got that win. That's Yeah, that's such an important thing. And um, I can see that it's only gone uphill from there. So um, my second question, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your success as well. So um, when it comes to social media, you've clearly done a fantastic job of building huge followings on many platforms. Um, So my question is, do you have any tips or strategy for building large followings and engaging audiences? What's the key to it?
1: Yeah, it's it. And this is something that isn't only coming from me. There are many people that share this same, this same ideal, but we know it's the truth because many people say it. That's kind of how, you know, it, a truth, I guess there could also be a falsity yeah. <laughs> that people should repeat. But, um, but in this, in this aspect, this is the truth. So whenever we get very specific about who we are talking to, Then they know that we're talking to them. And so what I do is, is I, I knew from the very beginning, what my and I call it my bat signal, what my bat signal was, I knew who I was talking to, I'm talking to the mom that was sitting in the carpeted cubicle, right? Or in some in some situation, she's still working, but she's missing things that her kid is going through. And so I speak directly to that woman. Now, are there also dads that resonate with me? Yes. Are there also people that aren't moms yet? but can understand that and are trying to now set their life up so they don't have to go through what I went through. Absolutely. Yes. But the, but the messaging is all about that woman. I'm speaking directly to that woman and other people are hearing it and resonating with it, but I'm very, very specific about who I'm speaking to and how I'm helping her. And I wake up in the morning thinking about her. I wake up in the morning thinking, I wonder how she's feeling today. I wonder what she needs today. What does she need to hear today? You know, like that's, that's the stuff that is just, it has to be so ingrained in you and in your messaging that you don't even, there's not even a way for you to veer off sides of that messaging because it's to a direct person. It's to one person and for people to, there's kind of a, a system, like a quick system that people can go through to determine who their bat signal person is and what i would do is this so like if you're looking at a notepad turn it sideways so it's landscape so to speak if it were if it were a picture and you draw a line from the left to the right and then put an arrow at the end of that line on the right hand side what this represents is your life and the arrow represents that it's not over And so what I want you to do is I want you to think about your life, think about the different times in your life that you were just trying to figure something out, like so much so that you were, you know, Googling things until two or three in the morning, because you were so trying to figure this thing out, that it was taking up like your sleep time. It was that important to you. And, and then, put a hash mark on your timeline of when that was and what that was about. So you'll label it as to what it was about. And we typically will have, you know, at least five of these things. Now I'm 42. So maybe I have more than most, but you, you'll have, you know, even if you have three of them, you'll have three to pick from. So whenever you're done getting all of those on the line, then I want you to figuratively go up 30,000 feet and look at all of these hash marks and then think, which person which version of myself do I want to really help like what would it like I just want to day in and day out make sure I am the solution for this person because essentially as you were going through these things it would have been amazing for somebody like you to have been able to reach out to you and say hey you don't need to do all this Googling. I got you. I've been through this. I know the other side. I know what it looks like. And I know the things you don't even know are going to happen yet. Right now, which version of you do you want to be that person that reaches out and helps? And so when you decide what that is, then that is your, you know, I guess people will call it avatar or whatever. And that that's your person that you're serving. And that's your person that you're speaking to in social media and the first thing, I'm just going to say this real quick. The first thing that people think <laughs> and then say whenever I tell them this is they're like, well, what about everybody else? Like I can help everybody. Like what I do helps everybody. And I'm not saying that that's not true. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying your baby's not beautiful, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's like, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, is that if you talk to everybody, you essentially talk to nobody. That is a, it's a, a truth. And so we need to be very specific in who we're talking to. And the best way to do that is to choose a version of ourselves that we already grew through because we already, we know them like nobody else knows them. And so we can give them solutions like nobody else can too.
0: Brilliant. What a fantastic answer. Um, one thing that springs to mind to me listening to that as well is Clearly, so from what you've said, your target audience has always been, you know, the single mums and, you know, the families who are kind of having troubling times and all this sort of stuff. Um, And what I was just thinking when you were talking there is, you know, for a single mum, it must must be pretty hard to find time to, you know, have, you know, social media and going through social media and stuff. So my kind of backup question, I guess, for this would be for you when you left GoDaddy, when you first started out, when you first started kind of getting on social media and trying to reach out to these types of people, what was it that you were doing to actually get seen and get noticed by your ideal target audience?
1: Yeah, really good question. And first of all, like it's not, I'm not just working with single moms, but moms in general, but sure. but single moms I get, yeah, it's it. time is of the essence. Um, but whenever I first started and started getting my foothold uh, on a, and a very important resource for me was HARO, hey which is uh, help a reporter out is what it stands for. And I believe it's hero.com. I can't remember, but it's help hmm. a reporter out and it's free. There's a paid version, but there's also a free version and free version is what I used, And I was able to get into publications magazines and things like that and start to really build my authority um, that way. And then whenever I had a magazine article come out, then I could post it in social media and say, hey, you know, super thankful to be in this article. This is where I talk about what I do, blah, blah, blah. And so that was That was one way. That was a way to be able to build legitimacy because whenever everybody in the world knows that anybody is able to say anything, you know, it's a very, um, I don't know if you've seen the movie catch me if you can, but it's a very, right. It's a great movie, Mm. but it's, it's a very catch me if you can world on social media. It's the wild West. People can say Really, whatever they want to say, uh, and so what we have to do is be able to add some authority and some legitimacy behind what we say. And so uh, that's where I went to Hayro to be able to do that because I didn't have the money to hire a PR agency. I didn't, you know, I, I couldn't afford to have somebody do that work for me. So I had to do it on my own. And while it it cost me, and I put my hands in air quotes there, it cost me. You know, maybe 30 minutes a day, a few days a week, that was something I was willing to pay. So um, there was that. Now, whenever it comes to actual social media, I just started. I just started as though I had been doing it my entire life. I just started. So I started one day, I just started showing up in social media as the solution to my person's problem. I didn't wait. I didn't ramp up to it. I just started. I just became her. And I believe that whenever we, this is a mindset thing, but whenever we see where we want to be and how we want to serve people, our very first job is to believe that we are the person that can serve that individual. And the moment that we believe that, then we get to show up as that person. And that's, that's, That's The social media hack. That's the social media. It's the whole game in the first place is to be able to believe that you really are there to serve that individual. And so that's that I don't really have anything else aside from that as I just started
0: that is so powerful wow what an answer jeez i'll tell you what i'm taking my notes and you know after this i'm gonna go straight back to the podcast listen to it i'm like okay mark said this right apply this gonna start doing this okay brilliant right (laughs) anyway um so my third question um you're obviously a super, super busy person who has a lot on the plate. Um, I'd like to ask, how do you manage to separate your work and downtime to have a good work-life balance, especially with your family? Do you have any really good tips for managing that? I mean, I know, I mean, i run a couple of businesses and do tennis and everything and downtime is scarce right now. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely taking key notes on this as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So what I do is I schedule, I only, well, okay. So when I first started, I need to talk about that because now I have a team, and I don't—I'm not required to do anything other than the things that require my voice, really, or my own vision of if I'm creating something new, then that needs to come from me. Mm. But um, so far as tasks and you know that stuff has been um, you know divvied out to my team. But uh, whenever I was first starting, what I did was. I started scheduling time. And so I would schedule myself into time blocks of 15 minutes. So I would give myself a number of different activities to do in, well, first I would know what I needed to get done and then break it down into activities. So that's the Hmm. first step. But then, um, getting the activities into okay, do I think I can get this done in fifteen minutes? And so, I don't know about you. I imagine you're like this. You, I mean, you're a competitor. So i I am also a comp- I'm incredibly competitive, and I think most entrepreneurs, by nature, are. I think it's part of our just part of our DNA makeup, oh, sure. right? But so, I would get competitive against myself. I would try to get as many things into this 15 minute time block as possible. What I discovered is that as long as I turn off my notifiers and really like X out of, you know, Facebook, X out of Instagram, X out of YouTube, X out of all of these things that could take up my attention and try to, (laughs) um, I would X out of all of that stuff, complete my tasks. And what I discovered is I could get, and this is crazy to me. What used to take me two hours, I could get done in 15 minutes if I had no distractions whatsoever. And so I became what I call superhuman now um, (laughs) by being able to squish a bunch of tasks into 15 minutes and get that stuff done. But it was with concerted effort, it wasn't by accident. I had to X out of things. I had to you know, plug the phone in another room. Like it was just, I, I completely had to um, strengthen that focus muscle. And now that focus muscle is just crazy strong, but um, that's, that was my very first, that was my very first thing.
0: Brilliant. Um, I mean, for me personally, I've always been really digging into kind of calendars and apple calendar and all this kind of you know i'm going to plan tennis at this time of the day i'm traveling at this time i can have breakfast then business work then podcast then and you know i'd go through the whole day the night before and just plan it all out plan it all out but you're so right it's just you have to really manage your notifications don't you i mean the phone is a bit like your room isn't it if it's all messy you've got youtube notifications you've got people texting you you've got snapchat instagram everything going on all the time you see so easy to get distracted isn't it and actually something i've found recently on um iphones is i think it's called um focus i think it is it's like a it's a bit like do not disturb but you can customize yeah. it for certain times like sports or tennis and you get only certain notifications from specific apps and stuff but yeah that's Ooh. been really helpful for me and stuff too um yeah no it, it's just it's interesting isn't it how you know it creeps into your life all these different apps and notifications and things going on it can really detract from your day and from your time and getting tasks done can't it yeah.
1: And you know, for my team, even we have a, we have, you know, some different chats that we have that we treat like, like Slack basically yeah. um, just for co- the internal communications. And what I have them do is we only talk to each other at 10 AM every morning. And cause I don't want them constantly looking at their phone to see if somebody asked them a question. I want us to, we work on what we work on. Like they separately have their own spinning plates, so to speak. They work on their stuff. And then when they need to communicate with somebody, they, then it happens at 10 o'clock the next morning. And it has, it's been amazing for our business. And it's been amazing for their own concentration, for their own lives, not to feel like they constantly need to look at the phone. Like it's just, it's, it it's good. It's such a good practice to get into. And I also do the do not disturb from like 4pm to 8am. I'm Mm. on do not disturb that entire time.
0: Brilliant. Well, Martha, we've reached question number four. And this is a big one. So for people who aren't happy are under financial stress and aren't living their best lives, what message would you give to those people to make them flip the switch on their life and become the person they're meant to be? And how should they start on that path? Boom.
1: Oh, wow. Um, What a great question. So the very first thing that I think of is I think, okay, well, we need to get past your belief that you can't, because that's the only reason that anybody's in the same position that they've been in forever and ever. Amen. Is because that's their belief about who they are. And so the very first thing we have to do is we have to break through, okay, tell me what you want to be right? Like in the perfect world, what would your life look like? And don't allow your brain to be like, but that ain't you don't like allow your brain to have all of that silly talk, but just really like take a pen to paper. And it's called free writing where you just write with any, without any judgment, but write what comes out. What does your life look like? And let's put a time limit on it. Right? So even in three years, because I don't want you to get all crazy. I don't want you to, you know, describe Elon Musk's life and then say that you want it in a year. We need to be realistic too. But let's say in three years, what do you want your life to be like? If, if everything were perfect, what does that life look like? And then what I, there was, um, man, I can't remember who did this, but there was somebody who promoted something called mind movies. Have you ever heard of that before?
0: Um, I think I've seen it circulating on social media. Yeah. I can't exactly remember who was behind it though.
1: I can't either, but it was, so a mind movie is essentially inserting yourself into that life that you desire. Right. And so you, you make a movie out of that. It's kind of like living inside of a vision board.
0: Yeah. And so you go back to
1: that. Right. And so you go back to that in like, you know, every, uh, when you're first doing it, you go back to it very, very often. And then as time goes on, then you go back to it, you know, three, four, maybe five times a day. But really what you do is you start living your life from that place. And so you start making decisions as that person. And so there's an interesting thing that's going to happen whenever you do that is now all of a sudden things that you did not believe were for you before are now for you and things that you didn't, you know, uh, when the, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear things that you didn't even see before as opportunities will now all of a sudden stick out like a sore thumb as something that, oh my gosh, this is something that I can do now let's get into tactics because that can sound very fluffy and woo woo. Mm. So let's get, but still do it. But now let's get into tactics and say, okay, so from a financial perspective, if you're you're trying to change your financial situation, let's start with the easy, low-hanging fruit. And that's obviously what I'm going to talk about is affiliate marketing. So what I would suggest doing is grabbing a notebook, putting two columns, right? So draw a line down the center of a page. On the left-hand side, this is going to be things that you find in your home. So walk around your house and look at different things that you use all the time that you really love using. Now, if, it's, if it really isn't something that you love, do not write it on your paper. Um, it's okay if you don't have 50 things. You could have five things that you really love, and that's all you need. On the right-hand side, what I want you to write down are uh, digital products that you use. Okay, so not everybody is a business person. So not everybody uses business softwares. Um, Business softwares are great, though, if you want to look for them. Uh, But write down things that you use. So sometimes they're apps. Sometimes they're, you know, sometimes people use, um, you know, weight loss coaches. And so they, uh, you know, you use their stuff. Think of things that you consume digitally that you have paid for. Okay, bonus points on if they are monthly renewals. Okay, now, after you have all of that written down, what I want you to do is I want you to search the product, and then search, uh, well, you put the product name in or the service name in and then affiliate program afterward. And then you're going to see how many of those products and services have affiliate programs. And then you sign up for them. And then on the retail side, on the, as you're walking around your house and looking at things, a lot of those things are likely going to be on Amazon. Amazon has its own affiliate program. So just sign up for Amazon Affiliate. If all of your stuff is on Amazon Affiliate, then go ahead and sign up for that. Now, here's the fun thing about Amazon Affiliate. While it feels very nickel and dimey, Uh, It has what is called a 24-hour cookie, okay? And what that means is that when somebody clicks on your link, anything that they purchase within the next 24 hours actually gets attributed to you if they never flush their cash, put my hands in air quotes there, or if they cleared, if they did not clear their browsing history, then it gets attributed to you as long as it was within the last 24 hours. So that said, just gold nugget here, that said, um, those are really good around Black Friday. Those are really good around Christmas time. Those are really, you know, Amazon Prime days. Those are really good around that because they're already going to be buying a lot of stuff. It's just gonna, you're going to get money off of it. Uh, One of my students made 300 bucks this last not too long ago because of that. And so uh, so that would be the retail side of things. And then on the um, software side of things, you're looking up their affiliate programs. A lot of times softwares have renewing, you know, monthly memberships to different things. And you can make a percentage every single month just by suggesting those products. So that's the second half to this is you don't just write them down on paper. You also, you then create some content Around why you love that thing and why, you know, how other people are able to grab it, but not in a salesy weird way. It's really just like, hey, I love this. Align it with your story and your person, you know, that hash mark on your lifeline. You align it with that and why that person needs to use this. And then say, here's the link to grab it if you want to, if not, no big deal. Always make it very like, give them an out. Don't make it, hey, buy my stuff. And, um, and then whenever they buy it, then you're just going to start, you're going to start building your affiliate income. We're at multiple six figures a month now, just on affiliate income. It's not like, I don't, it doesn't require me to be a dancing bear daily or anything like that. Like this is just very low hanging fruit that we're talking about right now.
0: Brilliant. Wow. Well, there you go. In a nutshell, (laughs) that's how you do it. So that is our four questions done for today. And before we wrap it up, it is time for the shameless plug. Martha, feel free to take a minute and promote anything that you're working on. I want people to take a look at or just something you believe in.
1: Oh, man. Well, I want to, I always like to give things away. So uh, if you were to look on, um, well, here, let me just send this to you. So if you go to Martha E. Krachy, and there's an E in there. Um, so MarthaEKrejci.com slash first. So F-I-R-S-T. Mm-hmm. Then that's going to give you a checklist to set up your, uh, your first affiliate income stream. So the things that you need to make sure that you do as you're setting up your very first affiliate income stream. I believe that after you do that, you're also going to get a link to an hour long masterclass where I go into all of this stuff where you can start making money immediately. And all of that stuff is free. Okay. So again, it's slash e. first.
0: Brilliant. Martha. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Talk 4 podcast. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on.
1: Oh my gosh, same. Thank you so much. This has been a blast.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. This has been episode 23. And if you'd like to listen to our past episodes, go and have a look at our channel. And if you'd like to listen in for our future ones, make sure to hit that subscribe button and spread some love by leaving a like and comment. Signing off for now.